In regards to the Pasuk that says, So said Hashem, at midnight, I will go out against amongst Mitzrayim. In other words, it would be Makas Bechayrus, the killing of the firstborn. Bering Rashi, Tzvei Pirushim in Rashi gives two interpretations to the word Kachatzeis Halayla. One is the simple meaning of it is to just to explain it in the context of the psukim is as the taich kachatzeis halayla that the uh, the interpretation of the word kachatzeis halayla is kehe cholik halayla chatzeis means half so in other words as the night halves or meaning to say as the night splits from getting uh, at the, at, at the point of midnight which means exactly at the point of midnight when the night halves is at the half point the question here is why is there a chaf as it or about it that's what we'll explain in a minute so as it halves that's why the chaf is there when the night is, uh, comes to the midpoint and you know that's when it splits into before night, before midnight, and after midnight. Vosleidem pirush is ein chatzay shem According to this, it's not a noun. The word chatzayis, which could be interpreted at midnight, midnight is a noun. This is not. This is a verb. As it halves, as it becomes half. How benacht nor esizapul. It's not a noun midnight, but rather a verb which is. And Rashi brings the Rav Kamadumos, and Rashi gives a few examples of how that the word, such a word, could be a verb. A second interpretation Rashi gives is Rabbi Seinu Darshu, our, our uh, sages in the Drash said, "Kamoi kibachatzais halayla at about midnight." When he related this to Paray, he said at about midnight, somewhere close to midnight. The reason that he said about midnight is because in case the uh, stargazers or rather the astronomers of Paray would make a mistake in pinpointing the exact moment of midnight, they'll say, who Moshe gave misinformation he said he said at midnight and it's only a minute to midnight or whatever so in this case in this case according to this interpretation is a noun it is midnight at midnight and the reason Moshe said meaning at about midnight somewhere around midnight is why didn't he say at midnight which would be precisely at midnight because he was afraid that as he said that uh, the astronomers would make the mistake the ones that know how to read um, the time in those days were astronomers and they'll, they'll make the mistake. And therefore, they'll come to the conclusion that Moshe Rabbeinu made a mistake here. And then Rashi is Messiah. He concludes like Kamigusayis according to a number of, uh, according to many of the versions of Rashi, 
He continued, Rashi continues, but Hashem, in fact, he knows the exact precise moment. So he said, Omar Hashem, when he related it to Moshe, he said at midnight. The reason that Moshe Rabbeinu did not relay it the way Hashem said it at midnight, but said at about midnight, is because they might make a mistake and therefore cast dispersions on the accuracy of the prophecy. Learn the Mizrahi. So the Mizrahi, a commentary on Rashi, explains and to, to try to explain what Rashi is trying to say here, as do other commentaries as well. As the Shverkait and Pasuk that Rashi is addressing the following difficulty in the Pasuk, but Rashi and Rashi comes to answer this following difficulty with these two interpretations. One is, sorry, is the the, the, the difficulty is al the in Gemara, similar to what the Gemara asks. Is there any doubt, room for um, imper- impreciseness f- from Hashem? In other words, why would Hashem say at about midnight? Why can't He say at midnight? He knows exactly when He's going to make it happen. If we say that Chatzais is the noun which is midnight, Darfus Kumedana would come out as the Chof is from Kachatzois, that when you add the Chof to the word midnight is a Chof Hashir, which means a Chof which, which it qualifies it, that it's not necessarily at midnight, but like the examples that Rashi brings, Ke Aseris Yomim at about, about 10 days, Ke Eifasirim at about a, a certain measure of of barley, in other words the chaf is always a modifier Thus haste in other words ungefer be'erech, it means that approximately that's what, that's what the chaf comes to say, it's not exactly that but approximately arum detzayt from the so in this case, uh, this case approximately around the time of midnight, haste so it comes out as a dovim is that it's not, we're not certain that exactly when it's going to happen we don't know the exact time when 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 Makas Bacharis will happen. You can't say that in regards to Hashem that he does he can't pinpoint the exact time when he's gonna do it. That's obviously impossible to say about Hashem. So therefore another interpretation is that it doesn't mean at mid it doesn't mean about midnight, it means as it has. Rashi brings two explanations about what it really means. One is The first one is that means as it splits, as the night splits, as it has. When we're talking about a verb, so the chaf just says, as it happens, as this event happens. In this case, when um, the having of the night means as the night has but it really means at exactly midnight as the night splits in half comes to its perfect midpoint in other words that there was no doubt about when it's going to happen it's going to happen exactly at the point of the night which is when it comes to its midpoint which is exactly midnight. The other explanation that he gives is 
that kachatzois means it is a noun, and it means about midnight. The mashma is which means not exactly midnight, but close to midnight. And it was Moshe that said at about midnight, and the reason was because he was afraid that they would make the mistake. But Hashem in fact said, at exactly midnight, the exact time when it would happen. Base. We have to understand. Why are we forced to say, as when the Chof and Kachatzeis is a Chof Hashir, that when the Chof acts as a modifier, is Yechuyev Shiyah, it means that we're unsure if it'll happen exactly at midnight or a little bit before or a little bit after. Who says it's a question? We could go with the explanation, as a Zok Kachatzeis, Kehashir, that he says at about midnight, not because he doesn't know exactly when it's going to happen, nor because it will happen, he intended for it, to, for it to happen, a minute before midnight, or a minute after midnight. Maybe that was the plan, and that's what he wants to say. He wants to say, it'll be just before midnight. Especially in light of what the Levush asks, even when a person says, at about he doesn't always say that because he's not sure about if he could do it exactly at that time sometimes it's just that he, he's not trying to be specific and precise he doesn't want to be specific and precise to give the exact time or amount like you know if somebody, said, if somebody would say I'll come at 12 o'clock so does he have to say 12 and 0 seconds or 12? It doesn't have to say that. He doesn't want to get into the nitty-gritty to the little tiny details. Midnight means midnight. It does, does he mean that it's not going to be 11.59? He doesn't mean that. And therefore he says, He says around midnight, which means he, he doesn't want to necessarily tying it himself down to a specific time. Not because he can't, but because he doesn't want to. The time the pastors favos meken azoynish zogn. So what's the reason that we can't say that this is what Hashem was saying? Is vaylashteit vaiter impossible? Because further impossible. What does it say? Vahi bachatzia laila. In fact, when did it happen? At midnight. The pasuk says it happened at the stroke of midnight. Hika kolvcher. That's when Hashem. Uh, Brought about Makas Bechiris. As Makas Bechiris given Kinoi Bechatsiya Laila, that Makas Bechiris in fact took place at exactly midnight. And not around midnight. It did happen at midnight. So therefore, we can say that Hashem was trying to be deliberately vague because he didn't plan to do it at exactly midnight. He was planning to do it a few minutes before or a few minutes after. That's not true because he did it at exactly the same time. So why didn't he say that it's going to happen at exactly midnight? But it's difficult to say that this is what Rashi means here. Because if Rashi's proof that it was meant to be at exactly midnight comes from a Pasuk which comes up a little later and it happened at midnight Rashi should have quoted that Pasuk to show 
that it has it did happen at exactly midnight, and therefore we need to understand why he says Kakatsois. Bigret come upon as we discussed many times as Rashi Bifirush El Taira, the Rashi in his commentary on Taira, he can't rely on a posik that is yet to come up that the, the child that he's teaching hasn't learned it yet so how is the child supposed to know to derive that it ex- did actually happen at exactly midnight which is what creates the question since he doesn't know about that posik so Rashi needs to teach it in and especially in light of the fact that earlier in the Torah which Rashi explains in the partial Lech Lecha so it says over there that he split the night at that time this is talking about the war that Avram waged against the, the between the four and five kings and he came to save light so he took his people or Eliezer and he chased them and he split up what Rashi, one interpretation Rashi says is they split up him and, and you know half and half half went against this side half went against that side and another interpretation he says is the night was split in two the first half of the night was the miracle that happened for Avram that he won the war and the other half of the night was saved for the miracle of Mitzrayim that's how Rashi explains it so Rashi quotes over there from Medrash HaGadosh that the night was split into two and the second half of the night was set aside for another miracle which is going to happen when at midnight of Yitzhiyus Mitzrayim the Hainu which means as the half, the other half of the night the second half of the night of Mitzrayim that's taking place in Mitzrayim is Nishva Bun Midrega is not necessarily associated with the exact moment of midnight but it means the second half of the night is when Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is going to happen so according to Rashi earlier it doesn't necessarily associate with the exact moment of midnight it's talking about the second half of the night that's when it's all going to happen so therefore, since Rashi already gave an explanation, which could lead us to think that it has nothing to do with midnight, it's all about the second half of the night, so if he wants to make it about midnight, then for sure he has to quote the, the, on the uh, Pasuk that's coming up, and it happened at midnight, to teach us that it did happen at midnight. Otherwise, we would think that it has something to do with what he said in that Rashi, which is, it's only to do with the second half of the night. And the Baal as Rashi bring Nishdem Pasig, and since Rashi doesn't bring that Pasig of Vahibah Hatsi Alailun Shraiftaifan Ashtan Pirush Zelp Shutiliashvefanap. And in regards to the first explanation, he says this is the simple understanding of the Pasik, that it was as the night half. Is Mashma, so it comes out as Pshutif in the Pasik, Mitzad Atzmai, that the so it comes out that the simple meaning of the Pasik, without any other without looking at anything else, is Machriach means that it, it means when the night reached its midpoint, its half point in other words that is Rashi's view the first pshat is the is the primary pshat that what the simple meaning of the Pasuk is that as the night reached its midpoint which means at exactly midnight but we still have to understand in regards to the second pshat how does he know that it would lead to 
uh, that it would necessarily mean that there was a question when it would happen. In other words, we're unsure. We can't pinpoint it. Maybe he doesn't want to pinpoint it, and we can't say that he's relying on what's, what that it can't be that because later it says at midnight because he would have said that. So we have to understand why does he say that it, that that would leave the necessary impression that there was a doubt about when exactly it happened or when exactly it could happen. Gimel, we also have to understand. First of all, midvas is the eshte pirush from Rashi mer why does Rashi assume that the first pshat is more closer to the simple meaning of the pasuk more than the second one? Which Rashi ascribes the 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 uh, title that it's a medrash, like a medrash. Mekenizong, we can't say as a pshutei is in ein chatzais shem davish lachatzi. That may be because the simple meaning of chatzais is not a noun. This would be the meaning of what Rashi says, that this is the simple meaning um, to set everything into, into the Psukim in the most smooth way. So Rashi says, the simplest interpretation is that Chatzais does not mean the noun midnight. In other words, as Ein Chatzay Shem that by Rashi saying that the word Chatzayis is not a noun, which means midnight, is an Isinistam, that is his explanation of why that's the simplest explanation of the Pasuk. Because for some reason, reason Rashi doesn't like the idea that Chatzayis means the noun midnight. While the word Chatzayis states, we can't say that that's what it means, because Chatzayis is already. We find it twice in the pasuk when in Beit Ha'etes Chatzay Shem Devish Lachatzi, and in both of those places Chatzay does mean midnight. It does mean the noun midnight. Umemuz learning. So therefore, we have to say as Mitn Loshen Zelp Shutei that when Rashi says this is the simplest explanation of the pasuk, Shein Chatzay Shem Devish Lachatzi, because that that Chatzay, not because Chatzay is not a noun. But that chatzais in this case is not a noun. Main Rashi, Rashi means to say Since we want to explain the meaning of the pasuk in the most simplest way, so we have to, at least in this case, we have to say that in this particular case. The word chatzais is not meant as the noun midnight, but rather as the verb as it was having, as the night was reaching its half point. Hein. So therefore, vibal does dorvu state chatzais. Since wherever it says chatzais is Hashem davishol chatzai, it does mean a noun midnight in the other places. Why then do we have to say, as the pshutif from kachatzais, that over here the simplest explanation of kachatzais? Da is nisht shem does not mean a noun, nor kechalak alayla, but rather as the night reached its midpoint, thus ein loy eid which there is no other um, similar interpretation of the word chatzais anywhere in the pasuk. This is the only place that we would have to interpret it that way. When the pirush da means samachal chatzais, and therefore we have to say that the word kachatzais means as approximately at the time when 
And the Pirush had made some lechatzais is not an initial drash, and therefore to say that it means close to midnight. In other words, normally the word chatzais means midnight. Here that it says kachatzais means that it's around midnight. That's only a drash. The, the simple meaning of it is, the smoothest meaning of it is, as it was reaching its half point, that it's a verb. Why should we say that? Why can't we say that the simplest meaning is that it is around midnight? Because Hashem did not want to pinpoint the exact time. It was going to happen around midnight. Why can't that be the simpler explanation? Since that's really the normal meaning of the word chatzais means midnight, a, ver- a noun. Or according to the second, uh, or maybe even if we don't want to say that it means that Hashem wanted to do it at around midnight, because we see that in the end He didn't do it at around midnight, it did it at precisely midnight. So AFOP, even though this will leave us as the Fizidaf Mazong, that according to this interpretation, which is that Chatzais means midnight, and Kachatzais means around midnight. So therefore, you have to now rely, as Maisha had gesagt, Kachatzais, that Maisha said Kachatzais, even though Hashem said Chatzais. And Moshe only said it in order to make sure that they don't make the mistake and think that he gave a, you know, a bad prophecy. That kind of interpretation actually makes it's very logical. It makes a lot of sense that Moshe Rabbeinu would say because they could make the mistake. So it isn't a, it doesn't have to be a drash. It could be the simplest interpretation of the word kachatzais. Why does Rashi relegate that interpretation to met adrash, and the first interpretation, which is that as it was reaching midnight, is the simplest explanation? We don't find anywhere that it should in any pasuk that kachatzais means as it was reaching midnight. In short, why does Rashi choose kehecholik alayla? as the simpler explanation and chatzais meaning midnight and kachatzais means around midnight is only relegated to the realm of drush another thing Vosmeint Rashi in Svetan Pirush what does Rashi mean in the second uh, explanation when he says Sheme Yitub Yaimru Moshe Badoi who what does it mean that Moshe spoke falsely Favazol Moshe Onem Edem Chshash Vashemha Mitazah Zichekait why would Moshe take it as such a certain thing or such such an important um, consideration? The mchash from Shema mitazazichekait. Why does he? They might say that I gave false prophecy. And therefore, according to their their calculation, when all the bechiras, all the firstborn of Mitzrayim will all die at the very same moment, in their calculation, moments before midnight, close to midnight. And so therefore they would say, ah, he gave the wrong prophecy. Everybody died, exactly as he said, but it happened a, moment, a minute before midnight. So they take it, uh, it was all wrong. And they didn't die at the exact moment of midnight. And therefore, they'll say that Moshe gave wrong prophecy, and that he was so concerned about this consideration 
that they might make this mistake and still consider the prophecy to be a false prophecy because it didn't happen at exactly the moment that they thought was midnight. So he went to what length did he go to avoid that? So Mishanazain Loshan Hashem that he changed the prophecy that Hashem gave him. Hashem said to him at midnight. So Moshe Rabbeinu, because of this, what would seem a very distant chash consideration, he changed the words of Hashem's prophecy, and he said kachatzos, even though Hashem told him to say bachatzos. Why would he make such an assumption that they would consider the whole thing to be false prophecy? because it happened a moment before midnight, not at the moment that they thought was midnight. A third thing that we have to understand, in the Mesim from Pirish Rashi, at the, at the end of Rashi here, but since Hashem knows his, his, the exact moment of everything, he said at midnight. So we have to understand that too, as Nishmuvan. Bigret Kamapam, as was discussed many times, is a filu when Rashi brings medrash chazal. Even when Rashi does find that he needs to bring a medrash, is a normatic din yonav asayim yashiv mikra. He only quotes that part of the medrash which answers the issue that we're dealing with in this pasuk. and somehow contribute to understanding the pshat, the simple meaning. So therefore, we have to understand in this case. Even though it's true that's taken from our sages who explained this. But what's the, why is it essential that in the simple understanding of the Psukim, why is it necessary to say, to assume, as says, that Hashem really said at midnight? So that according to this, now that we assume that Hashem said at midnight, because He does know, now we have to go and say, that Moshe changed the words of Hashem as certain commentaries do talk about this and discuss this and struggle with it and it's just as simple to say that Hashem also said to Moshe he said tell Paray that about midnight and Hashem had the same consideration as Moshe so maybe it was Hashem that made that decision we better tell them at about midnight because then if it hap- it'll happen at midnight but they will have the miscalculation and they'll say that I was wrong so maybe Hashem said he told Moshe to say for this very reason why does Rashi say Moshe said but Hashem said Bachatzeis. How does he know that? A fourth question: Favos is Rashi Maitik from Pasuk. Why does Rashi quote in this in the heading of this Rashi? He also quotes the word the word Halayla, Kachatzeis Halayla. Why does he have to bring the word Halayla into it? Lachayrus and a Beit Perushin nor Benigedem Vart Kachatzeis. Both of his explanations that he gives here are only to understand what the word kachatzois is whether it's kehicholik as it reached the midpoint other at midnight so or at about midnight and the word laila doesn't seem to need to be in the heading of the rashi 
Dalit. That Midas Fashtain, so we'll understand all this Behekta Madik in Lush and Rashi by first explaining another focus on a word and a few words in Rashi. Rashi says here, this is the simple meaning of the Pasik, to to explain it each each word in its place, to place each word in its place, or the meanings of each word in its place. Why does he have to add these words to to give the to, that everything should fit and fall into place properly. This is not something that Rashi normally writes. Rashi Rashi should have said as he says in many places in his commentary, this is the simple meaning. And our sages gave a drash. He doesn't say in other places, in most other places, So what is the meaning of those words? Nor the mit daited Rashi on, but the reason that he says this, he is he is focusing, he's pointing our attention to, as the shverekait in the verte kachatzeis alayla that the difficulty of these words kachatzeis alayla dalcherismatik, which is the two words that he quotes actually with the word halayla, is nishmet zadam pirush from word kachatzeis. It's not so much about what is the meaning, what is the exact meaning of the word not even because there's a difficulty, how do you say at about midnight when you're talking about Hashem who knows everything precisely it's not that nor what's bothering Rashi is how does all this fit into the context of this Pasuk the Pshute Dav Zayin Pirush the simple, the simple meaning of the pasuk has to be in such a way that should explain the pasuk in the context of the story. As the that these words at midnight should fit into the flow of the story. What is the, so what's the problem? The beer is the, the beer in them to explain this. When you learn this pasuk, so said Hashem is Moshe quoting. So said Hashem, at midnight, I will go, uh, will descend upon Mitzrayim. It immediately brings up a simple question. Why is it important that Hashem should tell them? Ados, ani that when will he descend upon Mitzrayim? That varkum and Why did he have to say that that's going to happen at midnight? Why does he have to bring up the time midnight altogether? Mekenizog, we can't say as the mitot the rebbe just stam givolt mediasin parin demzman from the maka. Can't say that Hashem wanted to give the time. He wants to give them the time when it's going to happen. Val by roiv hamakas because in most cases by all the other most of the other makas. Hashem did not give them the exact time when the Makavet Farkum and when it will happen. Even in those three Makas which are the plague and borrow the hail and Arba the locust. So where he did give a time, there was a time specified. Is by Dever and Arba, so by the by the plague and by the locust, them tog. He only gave them the day when it'll happen. Machar. He said tomorrow that's it's going to happen. Unishdi shaw in tog, but he didn't say what time during the day. Sometime tomorrow. And by borrowed and by 
the hail would I start gesagt when when Hashem did say at the same time tomorrow at this time tomorrow so he did give a specific time Okepirus Rashi and as Rashi in fact explains that Kais Hazayis Lamachav and Hashem said well Mamesha gave told him like at this time tomorrow Sarat Leisrita Bekaisli made a scratch in the wall and he said that when the sun when the shadow reaches this time that's how they measure time in those days when the shadow or the sun reaches this point tomorrow so in other words at exactly this time tomorrow so why there did he give a specific time is there could be a, a specific reason why he did why it was important to give them the exact time because because he had said that anyone that fears Hashem any of the Egyptians that fears Hashem and takes Hashem's words seriously so he said that anyone that fears Hashem and believes in the word of Hashem should take his slaves and his animals and bring them indoors so that they will not be harmed by the hail so in order for them to know when they should bring them in he told them at this time like 2 o'clock, before 2 o'clock make sure they're all inside so there, there was an, it was necessary to know when the exact time of the hail is going to start came whereas in our case what's, why is it important for them to know that it's going to happen at midnight in fact we could add this, uh, the question also in our case Hashem didn't really say which midnight he said midnight but which midnight only that it'll, it'll happen at midnight Pari couldn't really know the precise time of the Makkah anyway. It could happen tonight, it could happen tomorrow night. Who knows when it'll happen, as long as it's midnight. So why is he giving them a time of midnight? Therefore we have to say, as the Gavana in Mzogun, that the reason why Hashem told them at midnight is Nish Zman Kavua from the Makkah is not to tell them when exactly the Makkah will happen. No, this is an inyam yuchad in oifim ve'echos hamaka, but rather it describes something important, essential about the maka itself. Kachatzos alayla vaist when is madgishu megala that when I say midnight, that is an indication and it it uh, emphasizes that ani yoyse that I, meaning Hashem, I will come down in, upon Mitzrayim. That it will be Hashem Himself, as He said, Ani, I will descend upon Mitzrayim to bring this Makkah. And Chatzai somehow indicates that we're talking about Hashem coming down Himself. As it says earlier, that Hashem wanted to make that point, that it's going to be me, because He wanted Him to know that there's nobody like me, like Hashem, and you will learn what it is when I punish you but we have to understand this what is so unique about describing the time as um, about midnight that this somehow conveys the fact that Hashem is the one bringing the Makkah what does midnight and around midnight have to do with Hashem being the one that's bringing this matter. You might think to the contrary. After Pari already saw 
Baim Barod, as he is Gekumen in the Pinklechus man. That Barod, the, the hail happened at the exact time when Moshe said that it'll happen. He made that line in the wall, and exactly at that time, that's when the hail happened. So in the So over there, it was precisely at the moment that Hashem said it would happen. At this time tomorrow, when the sun reaches this point on the wall, that's when the hail will come, and that's when it did come. So therefore, since he already knows that Hashem is able to give you the exact time when it will happen, that other Rabbi, so now when he says about midnight, so the contrary, now it sort of diminishes the impact of Moshe. When he says that Hashem will come at about midnight, is it really Hashem if he has to say about midnight? He knows that Hashem, if he wants to, can do it at the exact moment as he saw by Borat. So now Moshe Rabbeinu is saying at about midnight and he's supposed to take it that this somehow indicates that it's Hashem himself doing it? Hey, the river is Rashi Mefarish. That's why Rashi explains. That we can't, we're not going to say that the simple meaning that it fits into the context here should mean that Hashem said it about midnight. It must mean as midnight strikes. That's what it means. That according to this explanation of Kachatzais, it pinpoints the exact moment of midnight. Even more than, the, uh, than what he made the scratch in the wall by Barod, where it's more of an approximation. You can't say that it happened at the second when the the sun reaches there, that's hard to pinpoint in that kind of time reference but here he's saying it exactly midnight, at the moment at the moment of midnight the chilek tzvishin the tzvei yifanim the difference in the two ways of describing the time of midnight whether you say whether you say at midnight or the, or, in other words it's a noun other or when you call it as the night halves, as the moment of the midpoint of the night occurs, is what is the difference between the two? When you say midnight, it describes a moment in time. What is when the when when the midpoint of night happens? That the meshech halayla tzutel tzuchav tzvish So when a when the the stretch of night get is meets its exact midpoint is metayer that described nishma not a point in time nor paula but the act of having you know of h a l you know half when it becomes half so it describes a an event when midnight occurs that's describing the event when the midpoint of the of the night happens with the addition that this uh, occurrence of 
the midpoint of the night. There's not a stretched out time that it occurs over a period of time, not in Akuda Funzman, but in a in that moment, in a an instant. The Nakuda was to tell the Tsvechatsoya Laila, that moment which divides the two halves of the night is nishka, or that is the midpoint between the two halves of the night, the first half and the second half, is nishkan shuhus ham shuzman, is not a a period of time, vos mekens mesten, that you can, you can uh, measure or time that time. Why not? Because if you could still measure it, then you, if it's measurable, so then you could split that moment into half also. That half of it belongs to the first part of the night, the other half belongs to the other part of the, the second part of the night. How to the half of it would belong to the first part of the night, as I said, in the Tzvet, how to the Tzvet. The second half belongs to the second half. So therefore, the moment, the having of the night, the midpoint of the night, is an instant which is indivisible. You can't divide that moment in half, because otherwise it wouldn't be the midpoint. Half of it is in the beginning, the first part of the night, the other second half is in the second part of the night. So it's an instant which is indivisible. And this is what is so unique about Hashem saying at the midpoint of the night as it comes to its center point that's when I will go out upon Mitzrayim that Hashem will descend upon Mitzrayim at the exact moment when the night reaches its midpoint because he know he knows the moment. Otherwise, it is unimaginable. How can somebody? It, it's a point which is unmeasurable, which means mathematically it's a conundrum. There's a famous mathematical conundrum which says, "How do two things meet?" Because mathematically, mathematically you can always divide the time. As it, if it's a foot away, then when it gets closer, it's a half a foot away. When it gets closer, it's a quarter of a foot away. And you can keep doing that forever mathematically, theoretically. So when does it actually cross over from being close to or being, to being in contact with? Or in the, in the case of midnight, from being the first half of the night to being the second half of the night, what's the moment, what's that point where it turns from the first half of the night to the second half of the night and therefore the only way that it can happen is an, it's this indivisible moment which is unmeasurable because otherwise it would be measured as the first part or the second part so it's a point which is beyond measure and that's when Hashem came down on Mitzrayim that very moment and that's something which is only possible for Hashem Vov as is up in this movement, but we still have to understand. Why does the Pesach say, why does Hashem say, at about midnight, or which can be interpreted, which can be interpreted at either as the exact stroke of midnight, or about midnight. He says it in a way that can be interpreted in two different ways. To the contrary, the Pshad Dodaf, 
Unkumitzerayas, the with this, the meaning of as midnight strokes at the stroke of midnight needs proof that that's what it means Rashi brings two different proofs that it which means as it reaches that moment he needs two proofs from two different psukim that it could be interpreted that way one proof is not even enough and the proofs that he brings are actually not, not similar to our situation not exactly similar because of each one of those examples that Rashi brings are talking about the beginning of a period of time that went on so in other words it's not a, at a specific moment which is the important part of as it reaches that exact indivisible moment and those two are not at all like that they're not an indivisible moment they're a continuation of time an ongoing continuation of time but over here the important part of the message is that it's at that very indivisible moment when it happened he could have the pastor could have said at midnight why does he have to say which could be interpreted in two different ways and even if you interpret the, the way that means at the stroke the indivisible stroke of midnight the proof that it is so is not really similar to that at all when he could have made it easier and say at the moment of midnight so because of that difficulty that's why Rashi needs another explanation because he has this difficulty even though that the second interpretation is not doesn't fit with the pshat because it doesn't explain the the importance of chatzos it does fit in with Rash and the fact is that Moshe started this is what Hashem said that's what the prophecy that Moshe was relating started with so said Hashem and immediately goes away from what actually Hashem said which is at midnight and he changes it to about midnight so that's why it's a secondary pshat because of these difficulties but Rashi needs a second pshat to answer the question of why if it means at the moment of midnight and that's the important thing so why does he say it in an ambiguous way but even according to this explanation of the sages Hashem does know his, his moments which means of course there's no uh, ambiguity for Hashem that's why Hashem himself said at midnight that's the important part it was at midnight at the stroke of midnight which is what brings out the point that Hashem himself is the one that's going to come down and deliver that it's Mitzrayim that he's going to come into Mitzrayim you know that he will take care he'll kill all the firstborn until and so on but because if not to make this point that it's, Hashem, that it's happening at the exact moment of midnight because it's Hashem coming down into Mitzrayim there will be no reason for Hashem to emphasize that it's going to happen at midnight 
Kanal Siv Dalabayrach, as we explained at length in the chapter 4. So even according to Rabbi Seinu, of course, Hashem said that it's going to happen at midnight because that is the whole purpose, the point of saying that it's happening at midnight altogether, that it's happening at the exact moment of midnight. Rabbi Seinu, too, the only thing that they add to this discussion is, that at the moment when it, when it was time for Moshe Rabbeinu to relate it to Paray, had Moshe Mishanagivim Moshe had to change the word at midnight to about midnight mitzad them shashim yem shemiyitu because he was afraid that they would misinterpret it. On zikher is does gufa given us Hashem certainly Hashem wanted that. I mean that was also the will of Hashem that that's how we should say it. Of course, when the high time is does blaze an initial drashim for this reason. Rashi takes it as a drash. It's not the simple meaning of the, of the story. Because the simple pshat state nishvegen bazundara amiris. In the pasuk, it doesn't allude to in any way that Hashem told it in one way, and that that He wanted Moshe to say it in a slightly different way. Nowhere in the pasuk is that seen. So therefore, interpreting it that way is already going away from the simple reading of the story. Hashem said at midnight. Moshe said it about midnight. Does it blaze an initial drash? Therefore, this is a pshat which can only be drash. So, in other words, the second pshat is needed in order to tell us to explain why it says kachatzeis. That Moshe Rabbeinu had to say it differently in order to take away their interpretation. That's why he couldn't say bachatzeis, which would have been the simplest way of saying it, because then. There's the problem with what if, what if they make a mistake. So that explains that. But still, it remains drash because where is there any allusion to this in the Pasuk that it was Hashem said it one way and Moshe said it differently, therefore it's a drash. But that's why he needs the second shot as well. Zayim, is it? And even a greater question, you would, it, it would seem as dog, as the, is the Akasha. It was in that there is another question that has to be asked here. Was wrecked in ganzen ab dem ersten Pirish, a question which completely undermines the first interpretation. What's that question? Since, as we said before, at the as the night is becoming reaching the midpoint, is talking about a an indivisible moment of time. Nor der which is a time, a point in time, which only Hashem is able to identify that very moment. Which is why it proves that it's Hashem that is doing it, doing Makas Bechiris himself. When a mensch can das nicht sein, and that a person cannot identify that moment of time anyway, is was vet durch mir so what do we what do we gain by telling Pare and all of his uh, his magicians? Un kol Mitzrayim, in fact, we're telling it to all the Egyptians. them. Why do we have to tell them about this point in time when it's going to happen? since and they, meaning all the Khartumim and all the people in Mitzrayim, They're not going to be be able to identify that this is when it happened. They don't know how to identify that indivisible moment of time. Tzidos had getroffen punkten in the kuda whether it happened in that exact indivisible moment when the laila is nechul gevarna the nishu if it happened in that exact moment or not. There's no way that for them to identify to be able to 
to determine whether it happened at that time. So why make the point of telling it to them if they can't tell anyway? Dozvet farempet. So this is this question is answered durch Rashi's bringing arichos loshna medish by Rashi going into and telling us the whole everything that the medish told us. The monumentary he brings into the picture people that we never even referenced yet in this story, which is it's Dagnine Pare, the uh, astronomers that Pare had. Where did they come into this picture? Why does Rashi bring that in to this discussion? Nish Pare We're not talking about Pare and his servants and so on. As the Posik mentions them, as Moshe had geretzu pare vachatumen, that uh, the pasuk specifies that Moshe was speaking to Paroi and his soothsayers. Vel chazanig even by zayadin kedetsu bavayzim below teim. The magicians were there because they wanted to show that they could also do, you know, some of the things that they were able to do through their magic. So that's why they were present. And also, all these servants that Moshe addressed you and them. So the, these are people that were there present in this discussion. The Pasuk says that they were there. But Rashi, the Medrash, and Rashi bring in suddenly astronomers who was talking, where do we see them? So by this, bringing in, the, bringing into discussion the astronomers... Das Ibn Amanta answers that question. Das Ibn Amanta answers this question that there is nothing, uh, nothing accomplished by telling them the exact moment when it will happen because they can't identify that time anyway. Because they wouldn't be able to identify that moment anyway. That is true for Parai and the rest of the Egyptians. Mit ein Oisnam with one exception, which is its Tagnini Pare, his astronomers or astrologers. They are the ones that uh, studied the constellations and the stars, and you know, they studied the universe. Which generally were able to see the truth about time at least. And Pare also took their, he accepted their opinion, he consulted them for their opinions, and he actually listened to what they told him, as we see from a number of Rashi's before, that they, they told him about Moshe when he was born, and that's when he made the Gzeira, and so on, they, he conducted himself according to their advice. And generally they were able to identify the moments and when Hashem did what He does. The only thing was, they generally did get it right. But the Moshe wasn't sure, maybe, maybe they'll, they'll make a mistake. But generally, he, they did, didn't make a mistake. In fact, we find that Bilam, one of the reasons why they, uh, the Moyev um, hired Bilam was because he was able to identify the exact moment split second when Hashem got ang- gets angry that's why he hired him because he could identify that moment and put a curse at exactly that moment so we see that they did have a certain power to be able to identify these times 
So Rashi br- introduces the Itztagnine Pare, the astronomers, to answer this question, why do we have to be concerned about that split second, whether he will know them? But Pare had no way of identifying it anyway. So Rashi says, no, they were Itztagninim, and, Rashi, and he consulted them, and they are able to identify it. So that's why he wanted to tell them at the exact moment, to be, so that it's clear that it's Hashem doing it, only he could actually do something at that exact moment. And perhaps we could say that when Rashi says these words Hashem knows his times and moments therefore he said at midnight Rashi is trying to invoke something that he said earlier back in Bereshis on the passage that says Hashem ended Creation on the seventh day. Bring Rashi up, Maimer Rav Shimon. Rashi quotes what Rav Shimon said: that Hashem, using the same exact words that He uses here, who knows His times and His moments. The question over there is: that Hashem finished creating the world on the seventh day or on the sixth day? He finished on the sixth day. On the seventh day, He rested. So one shot, He says that he created rest on the seventh day the, uh, and that's when it was finished that's when the world was finished being created another pshat is that other people can't differentiate between the exact moment when the sixth day ends and the seventh day begins but Hashem that is able to is able to identify that exact precise moment so it's that exact, that exact moment when the sixth day ended and the seventh day began, that's when it's finished. That's why he calls it on the seventh day. So Rashi over there uses these exact words. The Pshatafun is what he means to say, A person, a human being, could, be, could try to be precise. When he puts a lot of effort into thinks of it, he's an expert and so on. Even for a second, he can even differentiate between one second and another. But even a second is an actual elapse of time. One fifth and so on. The moment that it takes to say, that it takes to say three letters. In other words, even a rega, even a second also is an elapse of time. A second for sure is an elapse of time, but even a fraction of a second is an elapse of time. But when we say what Rashi says over there, like like a hair's breadth, what he means to say about that, ahar meint, the cleansed in the Kudafunzman means to identify the very smallest moment in time. Which is a moment of time that a human being cannot identify that time, cannot pinpoint, zero into that exact moment. Afilu itztagninim, even the uh, Pare's expert uh, astronomers, Vubilam, and even Bilam himself, that was able to identify the moment that Hashem gets angry. Nor so they, even they can't identify a an indivisible moment of time. Now Dafka the Ibish to only Hashem himself, but says Yadeya Itavirgov, who knows his times and moments, 
Kendus Mavchazan, only he is able to identify that moment. And Rashi therefore uses these words to remind us of what he said in regards to the moment when Friday t- turned into Shabbos on the f- in the first week of creation. So that's what he's invoking by bringing these words. And that's what Rashi is focusing on, uh, pointing us to in this parashim. That Hashem, who knows his moments and seconds and his times and moments, said at midnight, because the Rebbe asked at the beginning, why, did, why does Rashi bring this into the discussion? he's trying to tell us that when the Torah says he doesn't say but it says but Hashem said so when he said he doesn't mean to identify the second at which uh, midnight occurs because that's something that even a human being can identify the second of midnight at least with a lot of effort, the Ebenezer, as the Ebenezer says, with great effort, using these large copper instruments, maybe means a sexton, you know, where they would measure. Nor does is, their when he says chatzais, it means that hair's breath, that indivisible moment which no human being can identify. That's a moment that only Hashem can identify. Because Hashem is the one that knows times and moments, even down to a chutasaira, which means an indivisible moment. And that's when He came down into Mitzrayim to uh, to point out to make sure that we understand that it that Pare understands, of course, that we understand that it is Hashem Himself that will come to do makas b'chayres. That was the point of saying Bachat